Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions. And in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. As you know, I host the Money Making Conversation Masterclass show every week. And my interviews and information that this show provides are for you, 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 and anyone listening and anyone you want to pass this information on to. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start living your own. My next guest created the Franchise Player to increase franchise ownership and wealth across the African-American community. Her goal is to provide a clear path to ownership for aspiring franchisees with franchise brands committed to fostering inclusive, diverse environments and providing a sense of belonging. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation Masterclass, Taji Carter. How you doing, Taji? I'm fantastic, Rashawn. How are you? Motivated to win. How about that? I'm motivated to win because I got you the franchise. I'm going to tell you something. To come on a show with a name called the franchise player, you got to be motivated. <laughs> I hope so. I hope uh, hope our time together is very uh, productive and it helps as many people as possible. Well, let's let's get started. The franchise player. How did that name come about? Um, I, I really started, uh, you know, learning the craft about 15 years ago, and mm-hmm. I realized that there are not a lot of people in the, in that space that look like us, mm-hmm. and I think I'm pretty good at what I do, so I want to take everything that I've learned and share with others, and usually the best in a class is considered the franchise player, so that's where the name came from. Right. I mean, the, the, the person who sets the tone, or sets the stage for being the difference. Now, I would tell you that um, I, was, I was thinking about buying a, a a franchise, and I tell you, it was a, a Pollo Loco. It was a chicken franchise, and okay. and uh, mm-hmm. if we were, I was in LA at the time, and you know the thing about franchises, you know, 
you know, when they, when they sat me down, they started talking about all the things. You got to go into training. This is the fee. Can you walk us through the steps? Because when I got to about the fifth step, I was like, whoa, whoa, there's a lot going on here. I, I thought it'd be easy. So you're the franchise yeah. player. Let's let's talk about the process of franchise ownership. And let's, let's start right there, the process of franchise ownership. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take it a step back and just talk about some of the misconceptions. So I know uh, information about franchise ownership has not reached the black community in ways that it's reached other communities. And so there's this misconception that a fran- when you buy into a franchise, you pay a fee and they basically give you the keys to the business and it's the brand's responsibility to make you successful. And nothing could be further from the truth. So what happens is uh, you apply to become a franchisee. You'll talk to a franchise sales manager or director to see if there's a good fit, if you meet their qualifications. If you do, you go through an application process. You may even have to submit a business plan and present that to the deciding team or the committee. Um, And then once you're ready, if if you get approved um, and once you're ready to move forward, you would then pay the franchise fee, sign a franchise agreement. Within that agreement, there are there are a lot of details as to what you have committed to doing. In some cases, you're committing to, to buy one or multiples, and all of that is laid out in that, in that agreement. And then you still have to go to training. You have to find your real estate. You have to negotiate your lease. So there's a lot of that you have to do on the front end, specifically with that first one. The first one is usually the most difficult. But right. once you get to, you know, units two and three, the process gets a little bit easier because you're more familiar and, um, you know, you have a lot more resources um, at your disposal. And you really want to get to unit two, three and four, because that's what I learned when I was sitting down is that if your franchise that you own is making you fifteen thousand dollars a month. Just say that. That's that's what you're clearing, $15,000 a month. Well, you want two because then it's $30,000 a month. You want three, then it's $45,000 a month. And then you multiply that times 12, then you start generating revenue. But the fact of trying to just buy one, not saying that's a bad thing to buy one, but that's why you see people have multiple franchises under the same umbrella or have multiple franchises under different brands, correct? Correct. So a lot of folks will enter into one brand and then they want to diversify. Sometimes those brands um, are have synergy. So you might have a pizza concept next to an ice cream shop, right? So after somebody eats their pizza, they're going to go get some dessert. And so now you're competing with yourself versus someone else. But you're exactly right. Buying one franchise is not going to get you rich. Let's be very clear about that. There's strength in numbers. When you buy one, you're pretty much buying yourself a job. And so, um, but that first one is very important because you you get Mm -hmm. to learn the system, how a franchise system works. You you learn all the intricacies of what it takes to be successful. And then you take those learnings and those earnings to open the second, third, fifth, tenth, right? Right. Because ultimately uh, what's happening in this franchise space is a lot of brands Uh, only want to work with existing multi-unit franchisees, right? So if you're looking to buy into a chicken concept, they're looking for candidates that have multi-unit development experience. And I say development specifically because sometimes just owning 
multiple stores isn't enough if you just bought them from someone else and you didn't go through the whole development process. Some brands are at a point where they don't want to deal with anybody unless they've gone through development because that's really what they're looking to do to do is develop more stores across the country and even around the world. Right, right. You know, like, for instance, now there are certain let's let's be honest, like I, I, I'm just saying brands that I see like I like I see I see a Starbucks look like it's on every corner or I see subways populating a lot of communities and things like that. But is it because of the Correct. the franchisee f- entry fees that I see a lot of these or is just are the startup costs or it just or, or like you're saying certain brands want a lot of stores because it impacts their stock growth, correct? Yeah, so Starbucks doesn't sell franchises, right? Majority of their stores are corporately owned, but they do have licensing programs typically in non-traditional locations like university campuses, mm-hmm. airports, etc. Right, like Magic Johnson um, back in the day, he was he, he had got some Starbucks franchises, but that's a unique, that's a celebrity, high-profile celebrity. That's why yeah, they introduced him. Celebrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was able to bend the rules a little bit. I mean, he's Magic Johnson, so right. you know, he was able <laughs> to make a lot of things happen. That, that even the franchise player couldn't make happen, right? Right, so, right, right. Um, so that's a, definitely a one-off. But um, so there are brands that, um, you know, when they started, they, you know, every, the, the, the rules change, right, as they move along. And you have to also understand that management changes. People move on and then companies get bought out. And so their standard operating procedures are different. So in some cases, when a brand is first starting and they want to get units open, they might sell to pretty much anybody with a checkbook and a pulse. Wow. But then as they develop and they want to have more sophisticated owners and operators, they might then say something like, listen, you need to have, um, you know, a certain amount of operational experience or you might have to have some restaurant experience if, if you're going into a restaurant franchise. So the rules change. So I would imagine with Subway in the beginning, you know, maybe they were a little bit more lenient in terms of their requirements. Mm-hmm. And then as they grew as a company and as they started to saturate different markets, you know, the rules changed. Um, so every brand is going to be different. The goal is development, right? But in most brands want to develop responsibly. Some brands don't care. They'll put a store anywhere as long as it's making money. Right, right. right. And there's cannibalization that happens. They might put corporate stores in the middle of a market that's owned by somebody else. You know, and, and you don't want to you don't want to work with a brand that's doing things like that because that's not. Well, really let me ask you this then, Tarjay. So, how do you figure that out? How do you how do you how, as my listeners are listening to this interview, how do how do they avoid that trap, that mistake? You know, like when I'm buying a house, I go through a neighborhood. I go, oh, this neighborhood I don't want. I, I know the signs of buying a house in a community. How do you know the signs mm-hmm. of buying a franchise on in a in a certain area of the city versus another area of the city? Can you help me out with that? Yeah, so finding the right brand, I'll start there. Um, it takes due diligence. You have to do your research. And the most important step that you can take in that research process is talking to existing and former franchisees of the brand that you're interested in. Cool. They are at liberty to tell you every and anything they feel comfortable sharing with you. 
Um, they can give you information about, you know, what you could potentially make, how much they make annually, what it costs them to build out their stores. They can also tell you how they feel in regards to the support that they receive from the brand. So talking to franchisees, existing and previous franchisees, is the most important step in vetting out a company, right? Because you want to make sure that you're getting real information. Now, it's also important that you talk to multiple franchisees because franchisees enter the system at different intervals, right? Someone could have come in 20 years ago, someone else 10 in five years, and there could be someone that just went through the approval process. So you want to make sure you're talking to different people because everyone's experience is going to be different. As I mentioned earlier, um, there are management changes along the way. So the person that became a franchisee 20 years ago has probably seen different iterations of management and has different has had a different experience than someone who may have just signed five years ago. Wow. You know, I'm talking and then to- there's also. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. No, I, was, I thought you were through. I apologize. Complete your thought. Yeah, I was just going to say it's, it's also important to talk to franchisees who own traditional stores or outlets, but it, as well as those who no, own non-traditional locations as well, because their experiences are going to be different as well. Well, you know, your, your, your goal really is to make this information available to the African-American community. And, you know, because cool. you know, we, we, we support these these businesses that we know when you there are plenty of names that we're familiar with. And I'm not saying this is where you should go, but a Dunkin Donuts is a franchise. A Wingstop is a franchise. A Bojangles is a franchise. Mm-hmm. All these things are franchises. Well, of course, you know, McDonald's is a franchise that people invest in. But again, knowing that homework, knowing that due diligence, mentorship, I think, plays a big role in making sure you don't make the mistakes of buying the wrong thing just because you got a hunch or somebody told you you can make goo gogs of money by going into the franchise. Are you just tied into the um, the edible side of the uh, franchises? Because are you tied? Do you venture into like, those maid services and those other type of franchises that are available to people to invest in, Taji? Yeah, so I work with all sorts of franchises. So primarily I've been – uh, associated with restaurant and food service concepts, but I've also worked and work with brands that are not food related, like pet services. So there's a company called Pet in Mind. They offer holistic pet food and supplements, as well as hygiene stations. Um, that's a franchise that is available, and I know they're growing across the country. Uh, Neighborly is a, a, a company that owns a lot of um, home service type franchises. And so you can buy into a neighborly brand. Um, There are uh, fitness concepts. There are all sorts of um, senior care is one. Uh, Wisdom Senior Care is, is one that I am very familiar with. I know the owners and they do a great job. And then also um, coding for kids. Code Wiz um, is a, is a franchise that is obviously not a uh, food service related, but I work with all franchises across the board. I've been doing this for so long and I think uh, I've developed a pretty good re- reputation in the industry of being um, trustworthy. And so I, I always like to make sure I'm giving out good information, which is why I started the franchise player. I wanted to provide a safe space for our community to learn about franchising, what it is, what it isn't. 
and um, and how to go about getting into franchising with your eyes wide open. Um, you know, there's a process. There's and a process for once sure. Taji, I'm going to hold brand. that thought because I pushed the break too far. And yeah. when you come back, I want to continue this conversation. And then I want to share a story about when I tried to get my wife to buy a franchise, hear what she had to say. Don't go nowhere. Come right back with more Money Making Conversation right. Masterclass. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rushan McDonald. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional. You can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Welcome back to the Money Making Conversations Masterclass hosted by Rashawn McDonald. My guest on Money Making Conversation Masterclass is Tarji Carter, the franchise player. She's trying and she's doing a fantastic job of being able to incorporate how people can get into the franchise business. You know, what we've been, what we've experienced as African-Americans, this is all about us. You know, we want the shot at the prize and she's developed programs and she's developed a way where we can get in, but you have to follow the rules. You have to be able to understand there's a lot of work. And I want to just share this story before I get back to you, Taji. Like, for instance, I thought I had this big old idea that uh, I, I saw these little maid service that was real popular in my, and I thought that would be a great idea. So I went home to my wife. I said, "Baby, we gonna buy, we gonna buy a, a maid franchise." And she said, "Okay." 
So who's going to work it? See, right there was the key conversation and communication, because just because you have a good idea, you have to share that idea and make sure everybody's on board with the idea. And that's what a lot of people do. They got all these good ideas, but then they don't look at the big picture of when you when you commit to a franchise. It can't be a part time commitment. It has to be an all in commitment. Correct, Taji? That is correct. Um, There are some businesses that might say, you know, they're absentee or semi absentee models. But the businesses that do the best and generate the most revenue are the businesses where the owner is involved at least in the first couple of years. That's that's the most important time um, because no one's going to take care of your investment the way that you would, right? Imagine you buy an ice cream shop, you spend $250,000, a quarter of a million dollars to build this thing out, and then you turn the keys over to a high school freshman. They're not going to care about that $250,000 investment. It's just a part-time job in some cases. And so that's why it's really important for to set the tone so that your employees know exactly how, you know, how their role impacts the success of the business. And if they see you committed and dedicated, then they're going to have more of a commitment as well. Now, as, as you move on in the years, you know, you're, you're able to then step away, maybe hire a manager and bring them in to handle more of the day-to-day operations. But um, I would never recommend absentee ownership. I don't believe in it at all. And I just don't believe that it, it will reap you the benefits that you're looking for um, bringing in, you know, bringing yourself to the point where you're investing in something outside of your normal day to day. If you're looking for the ultimate results, you definitely want to be involved. OK, cool. Here's my thought to you in regards to we're on the call here. We're talking about franchises, franchises mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and people are interested um, not holding you accountable to anything, but what does one have to look to? Because there are a lot of franchises. I mentioned some of them on the call here. When you're going out there mm-hmm. and you're sitting down with an individual, you're sitting down with Rashawn McDonald. And Rashawn said, I want to get uh-huh. into the franchise business. What do you look for from me? Are there certain questions I have to respond to? Because I'm just trying to be an investor. I'm just trying to expand my world. What do you do? What do you What do you do to a person like me, Rashawn McDonald? So there are some tough conversations we have to have, right? The first one is always about finances. What is your liquid cash? What do you have available to you in liquid cash? What is your net worth? What is your credit worthiness? Because these are questions that the, the franchisor is going to ask of you. And then the bank, if you're looking to find um, lending, lending um, to support your franchise development, you know these are things that they're going to be looking at with a fine tooth comb. So once you once you know whether or not you qualify financially and from a credit standpoint, the next thing is, you know, we have to figure out what is a realistic expectation, right? If you have no experience in food service, um, the likelihood of you becoming a Chick-fil-A franchisee or a McDonald's franchisee is probably slim to none. Oh, okay. That's just a okay. So that's important that, that you yeah, have, that have, to have with a lot of people. some experience in that lane before you try to buy into that lane. They they take that in consideration too. I didn't I didn't think about that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And so every I talk to so many people and the first thing they want to do is become a franchisee with either Chick-fil-A or McDonald's. And those <laughs> are both amazing brands. But their process is I mean, it's it's pretty intense. So I always recommend starting small. 
If you want to get in a food service, start small. Start with a snack concept, right? Mm-hmm. Something small where you can grow into it. Right. Um, there are great incentives right now. And by snack, I mean, you know, cookies, popcorn, ice cream, donuts. You don't really need a lot of experience. And the training that they provide is sufficient. Right. right. You can always, you know, learn more and do more. But once you get some of that experience under your belt, now you can then go back to some of these larger companies and have a better chance. That's a good note. I did not think about that, Cheryl. Excuse me, Taji. I did not think about that at all. That's a great note there. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. But the best thing that we can do as a people is to start joining our resources together. Um, you know, these brands, if, if the brand says you need to have a hundred thousand dollars liquid, they don't expect just one person to have right. that. You can combine your resources. We have to start trusting one another and going into business with people that we can trust. And then we also have to be trustworthy ourselves. I, w- I want to get, I, I want to grab this quick call yeah. right quick. Tarji, she was on hold. Cheryl, that's why I'm missing. I said her name earlier because I want to make sure I get in. Cheryl okay. from Atlanta. What's your question for Tarji? Okay. So. And thanks for taking my call. I appreciate you both. I I have a juice, all-natural juicing business. What I wanted to find out is how can I get that into um, a franchising all-natural juicing business? How many units do you currently own? Uh, one, honestly. And, and right now it's, it's mobile. Uh, I am looking to get into a storefront. Um, but right now I have a mobile, one mobile unit. I do have people that are interested okay. in, um, you know, doing what I'm doing. Uh, so I just want to find out how to go about getting into it. Yeah. So I, I commend you for starting your own company. So congratulations on that. Um, Thank I typically you. recommend, you're welcome. I typically recommend, um, you know, that first one, right? Get that first one to where you think it's, you know, where you want it to be because people need to want to buy into a system that's proven. So number one, you're going to have to show a profit. And number two, you're going to have to have systems and processes in place that can be followed by someone who's never walked in your shoes before. Right. So um, as a franchisor, you're going to have to have what's called a franchise disclosure document, which is what you give to potential investors or potential franchisees, which gives them all the information they need to know about the business in order to make an educated decision whether or not to buy into your your concept. So I would say you have to really kind of get that model tweaked to where it's replicatable. Um, Usually that happens when you get to unit three because the first one you're making your mistakes, you're, you're learning what you don't know, you're figuring it out. By store two, you've got a lot of that figured out. And then by store three, you're running like a well-oiled machine. Hey, so Taji, I got to gotta, wrap this up. I apologize, Cheryl. Uh, thank you. Uh, if you can leave your number, Cheryl, so we can reach out to you and continue this conversation. But, Taji, you got to bring you on. Uh, you, you know, you, you're pressing me up against the clock because you, 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 people want to talk to you. 
And that's, that's not the only I, person so there. I know there's so much to know, and that's, that's the type of shows I want to have. I want people like the earlier callers wanted to know some information too. So, but again, thank you for coming on my show, Money Making Conversation Masterclass. I'm speaking to Tarji Carter, T A R J I Carter. Uh, any uh, social media handles you want to give out before we exit? Yes, please. So on Instagram, uh, at I am the franchise player, and my personal is I am Tarji, and the website is uh, thefranchiseplayer.com if you want further information. And thank you for coming on my show. We got a reschedule list because uh, you have a lot of information. I learned a lot about. You know, you better know thank the business you before you try to get in the business. Basically, that's what you told me, Rashawn. <laughs> and we picking right. Thank you. And we hear more and speak to you next week. And thank you all for listening. This is Bruce Sean McDonald signing off on Money Making Conversation Masterclass. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Money Making Conversations Masterclass. Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rushan McDonald is produced by 3815 Media Inc. More information about 3815 Media Inc. is available at 3815media.com. And always remember to lead with your gifts. Part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.